Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. I totally didn't get up at 5.30 today to finish reading. Less excited. Less excited. This is a road of disaster. Rockstar douche schnozzle. Hey, and welcome back to the Brotherhood of Batman. I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I produce this mess. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Jake, I'm the middle brother. I'm the one that came up with the crazy list of comics that we read through each week. And I'm Ben, your baby brother and the sunshine into Gotham or No Man's Land. This is the Brotherhood of Batman, where three brothers get together to talk about Batman. And we've actually been talking about Batman lately. Yeah. So we read through comic books and have a lovely little time. How y'all doing? Great. How are you? Doing good. Doing yeah. good. Thanks for having us back. I feel like it's been a long time since we've recorded. It has. I don't know why. I think it has been a few weeks. Yeah. But we are doing volume three of No Man's Land today. Aaron, do you want to read the the little recap intro thing again? Do we want to do that or do you want me to actually recap it? What do we want to do? Well, what's been going on in your geeky little lives? Oh, that. So <laughs> normally we do a matching... Well, because I was going to talk about why I was going third and just get into it. So before Geeky Little Lives is actually the beverage. So um, we are not drinking this morning because I guess we had too much fun or we have too much to do today. But the if you want to drink along with us, a good beverage for this book would have been a mudslide. Yeah, or it would have been. The other one I wanted to make, but I didn't have the supplies, was a prickly pear margarita. Because mm-hmm. yeah, there's some pear things happening in here. Or oh. just make sure you get plenty of sunshine and drink a lot of water today. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> Water is good. <laughs> Bathe in it, you could even say. Yeah, yeah, good deal. So what's been going on in your geeky little lives? Stop talking about comic books or What do you think you're doing, you. nerd? Stop spending Get those words! Nerd! Nerd! Geek. Geek. I'm the Batman of geeks, bitch. Well, uh, my wife and I stopped at a, a comic shop last night. Just we were walking around, and I, we go on as we're approaching the the front of the fantasy shop in Maplewood over here. Uh, there's the poster for the promotional poster for the new I Hate Fairyland series coming out in November. And we enter the store, and they're all wearing masks. And I was like, oh, do we need to put masks on, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, you're good. And, uh, and he goes, can I help you with anything? I was like, you don't have any more of those posters of uh, I Hate Fairyland back there, do you? And he's like, no, but you can have that one. I was like, <laughs> for real? He's like, yeah, I'll just hang something else up. So he took it down off the door, folded it up for me, and... I was like, well, shit, now i got to buy something. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So That's how buying, they get you. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up buying the first uh, volume of... It's good stuff. Yeah, it actually stuff. is good. It's th- it's all about like the uh, the conspiracy theories are actually real. Uh, oh. So i got to remember the title. That'll come to me. But it's a comic. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I don't remember. Speaking of buying too much stuff that you can't remember <laughs> what you bought. Yeah, really. <laughs> I have no idea what it's called. <laughs> Department of Truth. Department uh, of Truth. Sorry. Yeah, there okay. we go. Yeah. Anyway. Nice. I ordered a frame for the poster, so that'll be coming soon. That's very nice that they just gave it to you. Yeah. It never hurts to ask. No, no, not at all. So when does it start back up? 
I hate Fairyland. I hate Fairyland. I believe November is when the first issue comes out. Nice. Is November a month for new uh, comics, Jake? Is that a thing? Because there's a lot of stuff I'm excited about all starts in November. I mean, it is a month. Well, I didn't know. (laughs) Stuff does come out. Wow. I didn't know if there was like cycles because like there's a lot of like six issue or 12 issue things and a lot of them are starting in November. So I didn't know if November was like the start of like new comic season. Um, I guess you don't know anything about comic books. That's fine. I just assumed. I don't really know. Why that would be a coincidental month for that stuff. Other than it's like... Why is he looking at me like I'm crazy? This is a totally valid <laughs> question. <laughs> Other than it's you know, kind of the beginning of the holiday season time. The holiday season. And um, th- you know, maybe they want to get it in before you know, people stop shopping for themselves and start shopping for their loved ones. All right. So back to what you were saying, Jake. Oh, shopping you know. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> So we recently did an old school comic run. Um, ben and I coined this phrase back when we were in our teens, and I had free access to one of our parents' cars on the weekend. We would uh, get up as early as we could get our teenage selves out of bed. I was a child. <laughs> and we would drive around St. Louis for as many hours as we had available to us and the stores were open to hit as many comic book stores as possible. So we have not done this in a very long time. Uh, ben and I did one. What did we figure? It was six years was ago. Six years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and this time, uh, Aaron joined us, uh, my oldest, Noah, and then a couple of our friends, um, Jesse, who's uh, guest starred on previous episodes, and um, Will, who DMs for Aaron and I in Dungeons yeah. & Dragons. Uh Came along with us. We made it through six stores here in about nine hours, yeah. <laughs> nine and a half hours. It's kind of nuts. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. We even got lunch in. Yeah, we yeah. did. Sit down lunch. It was a lot of fun. We went all through. Uh, we just did a big circle around, starting where I live uh, in Creve Core, and just kind of circled through St. Louis, up through Illinois, and then back to where we started. So It was a good time. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Not to, you know, I don't want to spend too much time promoting places, but did you guys have a place that stuck out that you're like, wow, I haven't either been there before or I would, you know, this is somewhere I haven't had the time to spend? Like, was there one shop during that day that stuck out to you that you. Well, I talked to Jesse after, um, like the next day, and he said he's going back to fantasy books and games. He had not been out there and, um, so I know that's that's always a cool place out there. Yeah. But I like the back issue digging. Like uh, Newcastle is always great. I think I could have spent more time there. And then um, some of the other places were, were good too. Um, I enjoyed Comic HQ. I'd never been there before. Which is so funny to me because that's like... I, I Maybe I have. It did not register in my brain. If <laughs> I did, it was that one six-year-ago run with Jake where we did a bunch of other <clears throat> crap. Yeah. But... Um, I agree. Fantasy books and games is very clean and crisp and very pretty. Um, it's where I bought like the least amount of stuff, but spent the most money. So <laughs> that is what it is. That happens. They have lots of good trades and things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Action figures, but you know. Well, it was cool to see a lot of. I'm gonna pat myself on the back of the stores we went to. They were all very different and like kind of specialized in a different arena of comic books and had mm-hmm. a. A pretty varied selection, I thought. Like we didn't see 
a lot of the same store over and over and over. So. I told my husband about it, and he was like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't go. It sounds extremely repetitive. And I was like, well, to Jake's credit, they were very different stores. But yes, if you don't actually, <laughs> if you don't want to dig through boxes, it would be a lot of like, okay, I see the same things on the wall. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend if you have not. Uh, it actually surprised me. Um, some of the guys that went with us hadn't been to a lot of the places yeah, we went. Yeah. And like. You know, get out, explore. You know, we are actually very lucky in the St. Louis area. Um, we have a plethora of game stores, comic book stores, collectible stores that specialize in this stuff. I feel um, like there's a lot more now. Yeah, yeah. Because being a geek now is cool. Thanks, uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, you can <laughs> uh, capitalize a little bit better. You don't have to be the little hole in the wall that only the select few know about mm-hmm. now. So. Yeah. Although those are fun too, having a place that not a lot of people know about is always good. I uh, yeah, I mean the one Aaron you left before our last stop, and it was Kyle's Baseball Cards in Granite City, Illinois, and this is just a s- old school shop that reminds you of. It reminds me of going into stores when we were younger. I mean, just stuff hidden that you you know waiting for the right person to walk in and, and look uh-huh. for. And that that was really fun. I've been out there once, I think, based on your recommendation. And uh, I kind of did my own mini run like a couple years ago. And um, it, it was it was a cool place. I, I kind of wish I'd been able to go to that one, but we had some other stuff up that evening, so I had a good book. But. You, last, you did five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it was a long day. I was out of money <laughs> way before that. So, you know, it's like. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Money. <laughs> Anyway, should we uh, talk about these books? Yeah. Sure. Do you want to read the intro? Yeah. So we read uh, volume three of No Man's Land and plus, r- some. <laughs> plus the uh, Young Justice special and JLA 32 and Robin 67. So I will go ahead and give this my best um, version here. They thought the cataclysm was the greatest peril the city would ever face. They were wrong. After a devastating earthquake brought Gotham to its knees, the United States government declared the city uninhabitable. Citizens were ordered to evacuate. Those who remained would be forever sealed away from the outside world, trapped in no man's land. Now a new social order has emerged, one fraught with violence and desperation. Starving masses pledged their allegiance to territorial strongmen who seek to take over the city one block at a time. Weaker warlords crumble and fall before the likes of Two-Face, the Penguin, and Killer Croc. But even as the chaos threatens to spin out of control, a few brave souls stand tall for the side of justice. At their lead is the Batman, (laughs) Gotham's greatest (laughs) hero. By his side are Robin, Oracle, Nightwing, and the mysterious new Batgirl. Wait a minute, how'd those guys get back into Gotham? Together, they stand for the people of Gotham, a city at the brink of oblivion. Y'all, this was so fun. (laughs) For, like, being No Man's Land, like... I made us read Robin last episode because I was like, we need a break from this dark stuff. But this book naturally just did it for me. It like lightened it up a little bit. Yeah, I I, I enjoyed this one. I think this was a much better than Volume Two. Uh, volume Two. Oh, I did volume not, Two was garbage. I did not have a lot of like for Volume Two and the art, and I did like a few of the stories, but this I think was was much better put together. And mm-hmm. so first, I want to discuss the big reveal. We find out who the new Batgirl is. This was a little wild, and I feel like we missed something. It was Aaron. It was the Huntress, yes. But it is no longer the Huntress. It is now a new character introduced in this volume. Yeah, which is just bizarre. And basically, (laughs) Huntress was like, doesn't want any... I don't know. It was just a weird... We got 
I don't know if we've ever heard. Have we heard her first name in here, Jake? Was her first name even in this book? Uh, her last name is Kane. I know her first name. But oh, I don't know oh, if oh in the, the book. new, the new, the new one. No, they have not given her a first name. Okay, well, did they just not know what to call her yet? The well, writer she hasn't doesn't have it a out. way of saying it because she has selective mutism, or she is just mute. Is she deaf? So it is I'm not, not clear. Um, it is a. It's a a learned uh, disability. She was never taught to speak. Okay. She was taught violence and how to fight and all of that stuff. So, so she is the daughter of a bad guy, some some cane person who trained her, and she who's also a brand. So, uh, is it David Kane? Yeah, David Kane. He's like one of the best assassins that you nobody's heard of until they introduce him here. <laughs> uh, I like that we got like an issue of her doing stuff, and she was like working with Oracle, and I was like, okay, I buy this because we've been. It's established in No Man's Land that Oracle has just people helping her and people being like her eyes and coming to her with stuff. So I was like, okay, so this this woman. Um, who in some issues looked like a child and other issues was like super over-sexualized. I was like, all right, DC, you need to figure out what you're doing with her, <laughs> but whatever. So her name is Cassandra. So Cassandra, um, she Just give everything away. I know a big spoiler. Uh, she, spoilers not in no man's land. Uh, <laughs> she's recovering from pregnancy. Um, Cassandra <laughs> is, was one of the people helping Barbara. If we'd gotten that a few more issues, I would have been totally cool with this. But Batman trusts this girl really fast, which it's the first woman or girl that B- Batman has trusted other than Barbara, which is a big deal. Right. Because he, he hates Stephanie yeah, and he doesn't hate or trust Helena. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it goes from unknown to... You are my daughter. Yeah, I'm going to give you a suit and you can come adventure with us in a few pages. And it it was like (laughs) everybody like so. So he calls back the whole gang, Dick, Tim, uh, Asriel, Asriel. It sucks. (laughs) It's hard. Well, the long flowing golden locks. (laughs) Like his hair is out. Yeah, no, it's it's horrible. It's it's real bad. (laughs) There was a couple. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't have a ponytail. We've moved past that. Yeah, we're we're past the ponytail. A couple years earlier. So Bruce brings everybody back to Gotham, and he basically says, "Okay, well, this is this person that none of us know, but she's going to be the new Batgirl." (laughs) And And Barbara gives her. um, Barbara approves, which I appreciated that because Barbara was mad when it was Huntress, right? And Barbara and Dick were the biggest voices against JPV getting the Batman mantle. And so the fact that Dick is like, wait, 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 pump the brakes here, Bruce. Like, are you making another huge mistake here? How do we know we can trust? And it comes down to Babs giving her blessing. And then everybody's like, oh, okay, I guess so. Like, if Barbara's going to trust her, then we all can trust her. I love that. I just needed one or two more issues of seeing her communicating with Barbara on the streets, which could have happened because there's so many of these issues. Like, they could have easily tacked that on earlier. Well, and and I wonder in the writing room, like, what the plan was. Was the plan always to be getting to introducing a new Batgirl? Um, If so, you know, playing with Huntress... uh, Helena running around as Batgirl to introduce the costume and the idea that there could be room for another one right now. Um, If they were going to take that away from her and they knew that, then I think they should have put 
Kane in the issues earlier. Let her be mm-hmm. one of the couriers that we've seen in a couple other stories because we've seen plenty of them and we've seen Barbara talking to her little fleet of helpers. Like mm-hmm. this character could have been teased without giving anything away for quite a while. And then as quickly as she's introduced, um, when all the boys and group get back together, uh, Bruce is like, okay, we're all here. Stay here. (laughs) Dick, you come with me. And he takes Dick to go tell Huntress she can't be Batgirl anymore. It's just so odd. It was really fast. And yeah, I I, I liked what was happening. I just needed it. Usually I'm like, okay, we could do without an issue. Like in these long stories, I'm like, you could trim this down. This, I needed an extra issue. Yeah. Um, But yeah, because... And Dick just goes along with this right away because he's like, I, I guess I'm back to being your assistant. Like, it felt very like I'm bringing in the assistant manager to fire someone. <laughs> Literally <laughs> what it was. Like, I need someone to witness this. Well, right. Like, why did he Why did he take Dick? Like, I mean, if... Tim would have been too um, empathetic towards Huntress. Well, why take anybody? Probably. Right? Like, <laughs> why not just go do it himself? Because he needed some... Because it was an HR problem. <laughs> he, he needed someone to witness the firing. I'm very serious. Well, I'm trying to find so, the... I'm trying to find the page where Huntress takes off the, the cowl. So dramatic. Do you remember where it was? her hair back and What's, forth a little bit. It's that? early. Uh, okay. It's not uh, that early. Is it? I thought so. I thought it was after the Young Justice. It was after Young Justice, so... Is that okay? So she takes off the cowl, and there it is. It's like half. Did you know from the start that it was me? How dumb are you, Huntress? Of course, everyone knows it's you. (laughs) Even Eric figured it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Batman is like, "Uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I do love like. I remember back when these were coming out and like the previews magazines and everything were like, they were taking polls in wizard. Like, who do you think the new Batgirl oh, actually is? And who uh, else would it have been? People thought it could have been Sarah. Uh, Elsa, oh, okay. That so I said, yeah. it could have been Renee some, Montoya. Somebody like Shiva that was just running around. I like, was thinking Renee Montoya. Renee, I think that was mm. a big one. Yeah. No, it's going to be somebody nobody's ever heard of. Well, yeah, first it was Huntress. <laughs> <laughs> you're all wrong. <laughs> well, it's Huntress who's like, hey, you're going to be in like th- a lot in the early things. And then you're going to disappear just coincidentally around the time that the same new character. There was some overlap. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was very strange. So I'm excited I, to see what happens with these two characters. Okay. So I didn't really look that close and it just kind of came to me now. The suit that the Kane girl gets, is that the same one Huntress had? Did they just like close. give me the suit? It covers her face still, which is a weird choice. Like it still covers her mouth. Yeah. But okay. I think there's I think there's a yellow bat on um Cassandra's, whereas I think Helena just had was black on black. I don't remember. No, she had the bat because remember she was spray painting the bat. But was it yellow? I well, think, then it's the same suit. I think it's the same suit. So she made her own suit and then got it just taken away. Got it taken away, and then she's got to see somebody else. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Batman's problematic, and his uh, his reasoning behind it, right? Like they lost and a bunch she's of their an territory. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. for 
for firing Hunter. Oh. They lost a bunch of the territory to the Penguin GCPD Two-Face fiasco. And she's like, what the fuck did you want me to do? There were 200 people that are trying to kill me. And he's like, I needed you to do more. And then he also, in the same (laughs) breath, says, I also failed. I'm like, then fire yourself, bitch. Well, here's the thing. You know, Batman, like, there's a scene later. He's talking to uh, Tim, I think. Or, yeah, it was Tim, I guess, that went with him to do Ivy. Yes. And he's talking about... um, Tim's asking, where did, like, these, these secret compartments that he goes into... He was like, yeah, I built all these caves around uh, the city for three months. That's what I was doing. He's like, what did you think I was doing? I was like, not building (laughs) caves, you weirdo. (laughs) So so instead of letting, you know, Huntress take the fall for everything, your ass could have been helping from the beginning. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It it was a very harsh firing. And uh, it definitely read as in, okay, well, we set this up. But we knew this was never going to stick. So now he was using her while he, while he, she was all he had, and then he's like, "Okay, I'll bring my boys back," and then he's like, "I'm done with you." Yeah, yeah. he's an asshole. <laughs> 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 um, the most important thing about this volume and Jake's add-ons we need to discuss is the introduction of a new character, really, really important, Lagoon Boy. <laughs> Fucking Lagoon Boy. <laughs> so we get a Young like, Justice <laughs> issue in here where um, Rob, Tim is like, I got kicked out. He's hanging out with his friends, Superboy and Impulse. And they're like, we want to go to Gotham. Superboy and Impulse, you guys are idiots. <laughs> they they want to go to Gotham. And on their way, they meet Lagoon Boy. Thoughts? <laughs> I, I, I don't have much thoughts on that. It's just... I, I saw it and I was like, this fucking name is just so stupid. I yeah. love him. <laughs> Does he stick around? He I have other issues with the good boy. <laughs> he uh, he pops up in random things. Uh, he fills in when they need extra members on the team and, and is this his first appearance? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, because he had a little entourage which included a Wait, sperm robotic whale, whale in a mech uh, suit. Yeah. <laughs> My notes on this were so crazy. It's like go batter the, battle the Cobra Kai or the Cobra Sub or whatever's going on. There's a giant robot whale shows up. <laughs> Batman shows up, tells the kids to leave. Uh the best thing All about, of them battle Ivy question mark. It's just weird. It was one of Ivy's like creations. So it wasn't Ivy, people. it was like a pod person weird. <laughs> I feel place. like Ivy would like Lagoon Boy. I mean, he's just there the protecting. Green. Yeah, yeah, right. he's protecting the environment. <laughs> um, the best thing about Lagoon Boy that you guys will never see because I don't think I can ever weasel away to get him in here again <laughs> is his power. One of his powers is he puffs up like a puffer fish <laughs> <laughs> on dry land, <laughs> just like it spikes around, bounces around. <laughs> oh my god, it's <clears throat> pretty great. Uh, So that's an issue we read. Uh, Anything else about that issue? Uh, (laughs) No, that issue was just kind of, I mean, it was basically, that's how, like, Tim gets back by going in the water. I mean, basically, is that how he got back? No, the Robin issue is how they get back. But, um, (laughs) so, my big note of that, so this, the the trade that you guys read it in starts with Batman 566, which has Superman coming to No Man's Land. Oh, that was bad. I hated that issue. <laughs> it's so like yeah. reading that one, reading the Young Justice one, and then it, by that point, I'm like, okay, well, the harbor guards that are supposed to keep everybody out of No Man's Land, they suck at their job. <laughs> they're just like, well, oh, there comes another one. <laughs> like, keep, yeah. Keeping like 
common people out is one thing. Keeping Flash heroes and Superman heroes. And like Robin on his flying weird. The super cycle. Uh, you wash yeah. your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so so back to the Superman thing. He He comes thinking... He comes to Gotham thinking he can actually clean it up and help. And yes. Batman's like, you got, uh, no, it doesn't work that way. And uh, you, uh, I don't want your help, but you can have 24 hours to try to figure it out. And then what does Superman do? He fixes the power plant, which is great. Yep. And, and then he's a riot. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he gives the power plant to Mr. Freeze. I don't quite know what your plan there was, Superman, to just, uh, here, Mr. Freeze, just go ahead, I won't do anything, and you can now be in charge. He tucks his cape between his legs and leaves. Yeah, it was very much like, this is what... It was <laughs> what it, it was not wah, good. Wah. <laughs> but then we get a JLA issue where my big takeaway from that, there was a lot going on. It was very little connected to No Man's Land. My big takeaway from that was that the JLA members respect Huntress, which is a thing in the JLA, because mm-hmm. Huntress is a current member of the JLA. <laughs> That's not long-lived. But um, I think Batman fires her from that, too. But Didn't I already fire him once? (laughs) He's not even a regular member. Like, she's, like, more involved than he is. And he's, like, basically. brings dick. (laughs) Can we see you in the conference room, Huntress? Yeah, he brings Superman for that one. (laughs) But um, that was pretty much just, like, Huntress is like, why are there not people here? And then Oracle's like, there are people there. And Huntress is like, I'm the person here. It was, it was fluff. Um, it wasn't bad. I it mean, was it was fine. Just... It was just a lot of other things happening. Well, I like that they spent the time to have the JLA be like, well, we know how effed up Gotham is. And if anybody's wondering why the JLA isn't there trying to help fix it, yes, the JLA is there in the spirit of Huntress, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Motherfuckers, you guys could clean that place up in like 48 hours. Like, just But the point of the Superman right. issue was trying to show us that, that they you can't. can't. Yeah. Which I appreciated they addressed it. But if this had happened earlier, I'd probably be less annoyed. But the fact that this took three volumes to talk about why is Superman not just fixing everything. So yeah. it actually, that's the strange thing. They put that one here, but it actually does take place like months before where they printed it in this collection. So it actually happens, um, where did I write it? It actually happens around the time that we had that Montoya and Two-Face issue and Joker doing the home invasion on like the old army guy. That's about the time because the one thing other than starting up the power plant, uh, Superman immediately takes out Mad Hatter in like two seconds (laughs) from showing up. And so Mad Hatter did have a territory, and this is when he had lost it immediately to Superman. Or Mad Hatter. Or Mr. Freeze, and gave the power plant to a different Superman. Well, and then Batman decides, let's just blow up the power plant and screw all the poor people of Gotham, because that's a great way to sabotage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think the moral of 566 and 567 was the Mr. Freeze one. Yeah, is Batman or the Superman and Mr. Freeze ones? Uh, Batman wants to let Gotham die and <laughs> then rebuild it from the get go. Like, yeah. One uh, thing I did like about the Mr. Freeze issue was um, we're, we get a little bit of his flashback here, which is nice because what we've had of him mm-hmm. has been really um, sporadic. And I feel like his origin has kind of changed over the years based on the animated series, was the thing that. Um, got him going 
with the wife storyline and freezing mm-hmm. her and all that. And in these flashbacks, we got um, they actually drew him in his animated costume, yeah, which made me really happy. Um, I thought that was a nice nod to the, his origin. Yeah, yeah, those were fun. I I want to go back a little bit to uh, David Kane. We find out that he was one of the people that trained Batman. I liked the flashbacks. You said flashback. That's what made me think of it. The where they were doing like so when Batman meets uh, the young woman, uh, she's trying to protect Gordon from her father uh, because Two Face has hired this assassin to kill Gordon. So Two Face is just all over the place, like fucking everybody. Two Face kind of in charge at the moment. Uh, he has a much bigger section and is kind of, yeah, he is kind of the big bad. That's What's going on with Penguin right now? Is he done? He's Batman's little turd. Like, okay. he's running he's, he's running the boy. market, but Batman is running control. him. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot, and that, that kind of becomes, has been a theme now where, like, Batman is able to stop these guys, but has to keep a lot of them in the positions that they're in because there's no one else to right. run it. Right. right, and we find that out with Ivy when, at the end, that story with the food and distribution of produce. <laughs> oh my god, this story, like, <clears throat> it was such a build-up and such a tease of, like, where's Ivy? What's going on with the park? What is all this stuff? We find out that she's been, like, held captive by Clayface pretty much this whole time. Well, the beginning, she's got the the um, park, and then there's some children that she takes care of because they respect the plants. Yeah, and so when when Batman calls all the troops together, he gives them all a job, and he's like, mm-hmm. Nightwing, you're going to Blackgate. You have to take that place down in 48 hours. Azrael and the new Batgirl are going to go find Scratch. He's like, Tim and I, we're going into the garden. And I'm like, ooh, like I got all excited. Yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah. like, oh, we're going to split the party and see all these new adventures, and... So the we ended this episode read through with them going in to deal with Ivy. I I really liked the Clayface Ivy story. I thought I it was too. really good. And I think one of the highlights is when they finally blow up the roof and like all the sunlight when she frees from Clayface's grasp and just like starts growing and taking over. I thought it was really cool. Well, the sunlight and like water like rushing mm-hmm. in because um, he had her trapped in the like dry clay, which is so painful and, and gross. was like salting her, yeah, yeah, and making her grow things and enslaving the children. And when she gets out, I was she finger was snapping. Badass. Yeah, she this kills him. A good, yeah, a good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is he dead? Dead? I mean, nobody's that no, that clay. Dead, but there's been that. like five clay faces. I think that's the end of that one. No, this is this is the regular one. That's really? Yeah. When Batman tries to stop her from killing him and is unsuccessful. Wait, pretty much just just like don't kill him, and she's like, oh, here's some vines. You have no control here because she she like her power boosted up quickly once she got watered. Oh yeah, and like, I love so she comes out of the clay and she's a little disheveled and she's you know you could see her actually almost growing back into mm-hmm. her full form and all that but then she wraps herself not in vines and stuff it's in like thorn <laughs> vines like she thorns looks, and moss and yeah, yeah it's, mm-hmm. she a new costume looks very cool very powerful it was the perfect amount of issues like three worked great for this because we got the it... one of like where is she? And then the second one, oh, this is what's going on. And then the third one is just her killing him. <laughs> <laughs> well, and pretty great. this is this is the the cave that Batman had built. 
which is, yeah. was one of them that was taken over by Clayface. And so he's going to the park, not necessarily to deal with her. There's something in that reserve cave that he wants. Uh-huh. And we come to find out at the end of it, it was some kind of data on discs that was mm-hmm. saved in this cave. And uh, Poison Ivy found it. Everything in the cave that she was able to infiltrate before Clayface took over, she had destroyed. (laughs) She's like, screw all your technology and stuff. Um, And so she uses Batman to help her get out, Mm -hmm. but she already knew that she had screwed up what he wanted to do. Yeah, there's like a briefcase that he's trying to get his hands on. Yeah, so we don't know what the data is on the disc, and... No matter how many times Tim asked, we weren't told either. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's in the data? What's in the data? I like that she turns him. She turns Clayface into manure. She's like, "You're good soil." She kisses him and literally just like starts growing shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a little morbid. It's. A, I liked it. Being trapped for months, like, yeah, no, no, absolutely. I loved it. I. I, I <laughs> And then, like with Penguin and everyone else, Batman makes a deal with her. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. you can... He even lets the children stay, because it's like, where else are they going to go? Well, he, he doesn't have another pair of black women lady- looking for kids. <laughs> <laughs> another pair of women fighting over the baby. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very true. And so he lets the children stay, and he's like, you're going to deliver... You keep your thing going, um, and you're going to deliver fruit and put it outside of this thing, what, twice a week? Or something, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so now Gotham is going to be getting more fresh food. So it's like helpful, right? Yeah, if you can curb some of the starvation, maybe that'll settle people down and uh, maybe get morale back up. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's there's a long way to go, and like politically, like how is this going to become part of the U.S. again and all that? But you're starting to see in these stories we are making progress. Um, which is something I didn't feel in the first one. And so, like, the further along we get into No Man's Land, it feels like there might be a happy ending. Yeah, yeah, everything's getting better, and, and I'm hmm. sure it's going to stay that There's way. There's going to be bumps, but <laughs> it fe- like this one to me was like, okay, we're moving somewhere. It's not... The second one felt a little repetitive, and this one is moving forward. Hmm. We did have a, a confrontation, just go back for... Um, with between Gordon and Batman and Gordon Oh yeah, when he calls in the troops, him. he goes to yeah. see Jim too. Yeah. And Gordon does not trust, doesn't want him, doesn't he punches Batman, tells him to get out and that's the same time we had the Azrael suit. So that was maybe more of a distraction. <laughs> so yeah, uh, sure. their yeah. relationship's going to need some counseling and some therapy. It is not getting better. It is not um and things around Jim are turning even worse outside of the Batman issue. Like uh, the petite guy and Foley, the two detectives, oh, yeah, the two yeah. cops that are working with him, mm-hmm. he just snaps uh, petite. Yeah, just and shooting everybody. Yeah, shooting people that have hostages and killing the innocent people there. And uh, Did so, we not see that coming? He was unhinged from the get-go. But now the GCPD has more or less been split into two and... They are losing um, some of their ground and some of their power there. And, uh, yeah, I, I hope Petit gets what's coming to him. But he is now teamed up with Huntress because she's like, oh, I'm coming back and with the vengeance. And it's like, oh, well. Petit's teamed with Huntress. Is, is that not in your No, no, it, it is. I, I'm just, I'm, I read this a little bit a while ago, yeah. So yeah. She confronts so him. She confronts him to stop him. And he, he's like, no, we're two peas in a pod. Like, let's and do it our own way. Yeah. 
Which is Batman's fault. Yes. Yes. She wants to be a Bat family member. And she's like, well, I'm going to keep doing my job, my my task to clean up things. And if Batman won't have me, who can I work with? He's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll work with the gun-toting lunatic. That sounds like a great plan. Uh, maybe Tallyman's available too. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tallyman might. No, he's still working with Two Face. Yeah, yeah, he was still over there. He's still hanging people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a couple other hooks. Um, we see a character we have not seen in quite a while. Um, Lagoon some... Boy. Lagoon? No, we've had enough lagoons. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do we see, Jake? Uh, a a uh, one Mister Bane. Uh, has been hired by a new character who is only referring to herself as Mrs. White. What? Did I read that? Is that in there? I don't think Did I read that. Did you read too far, Jake? Oh, you you um, texted as a picture of where to stop that was not the same as the post-it notes you put in. Hmm. Did I read too far? I Bane. did not read that. I didn't read Bane. Yes, you did. Did I? Yep. It's this page. So... <laughs> You don't see... He's not in his mask. Oh, okay. Show me. Oh, yeah. I guess we did read that. Oh, I skimmed that. <laughs> I didn't know that was Bane. <laughs> uh, somewhere in Colombia, a woman has hired an unmasked Bane to return to Gotham. Oh. Uh, oh. She does not say who she is or who her employer is, but he is uh, very mm. interested in the... What's her name? She refers to herself as Mrs. White. Oh. Really? I don't think I took any notes on that part, so no. Clearly, I'm glad that Jake's clearly. telling us right now because yeah. <laughs> I would have been real confused. Uh, we also find out that Gordon wanted to cut off his dealings with Two Face, and Two Face isn't done with him yet. Oh no, that's the, what do you think, Jim? What you get involved with Harvey again? Do you think you're going to get Harvey or are you going to get Two Face? Which, how do you think uh, that's going to go, Jim? Well, half the time you're yeah. going to get <laughs> bad news bears, <laughs> right? So I uh, I think this had some great um, yeah I think it's had some great stuff the the Robin issue we didn't talk about that any but it's basically how did Dick and Tim get back into Gotham uh, they crawled through a little tiny hole yeah Tim knows <laughs> of some underground tunnel it was weird to get like well the I flashbacks. think he got that he got the info from Oracle this is the only way in she did her research and all her things and. Made me so. very claustrophobic, crawling through those little tunnels. What what was up with? So Dick was like teasing him because they have a brother relationship. That's fine, but he was like teasing him about like rats and stuff. And then Tim got like really mad. And then he's like, "Do you not have any phobias?" And Dick's like, "I do." I'm like, "What is what is yeah, that?" I, I don't know. I was that was thinking the same thing. Strange. I think it's bats. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. He's scared of bats. Uh, but that kind of gave a lead into that the rat catcher is down in the mm-hmm. sewers of yeah. Gotham still. And what do you think of the uh, the the scooter ride slide things that sleds that uh, Robin made? Uh, you know, page filler. <laughs> How are we gonna get through this long tunnel? Oh, let's take these skateboard slide things. And then take brakes one. Yeah, yeah. douche. Like, come yeah. on, man. Well, you know they're. They're both Robins, so they're <laughs> idiots. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Any uh, Anything else we want to talk about on this? I think we've covered everything. Uh, yeah, I think I've got most of my notes here. I'm excited for what potential things could happen yeah. next. But let me ask you something. What do you think of this? Say it's all right. That was it's terrible. Right. Horrendous. I'm offended. I'm it's appalled. All right. hey. 
That was awesome. Yes. Yes. No! I, I, yeah, if you're review-wise, I mean, it's part of No Man's Land, but this one I think was definitely better than um, Volume 2 for sure. And I think they're the even if you aren't like reading the whole No Man's Land, the Ivy clay, uh, clay face story is really good. You definitely should read that one. Um, and then finding out about the Huntress losing and getting fired is kind of fun. So <laughs> I'm sure she's going to take it well. <laughs> oh, of course she will. It'll be great. Yeah, I agree. I, I think the first volume of No Man's Land was really good. This one I actually enjoyed. Um, the second one was not good. Um, this one was fun. Yeah, I agree. The Ivy stuff is awesome. It's called Fruit of the Earth. Um, if you see those issues in a dollar box, the No Man's Land labels on them. Yeah. Um, definitely worth it. it. It was nice catching up with the Young Justice and JLA people. I don't know if it was needed, but it was nice to address, you know, that they, they wanted to get in Gotham or tried to help and it didn't, why it didn't work. So that was nice. Um, I thought the Cassandra Kane Batgirl stuff was rushed, but I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you know, echo all that. I think the firing and rehiring of the Batgirl <laughs> was <laughs> was sped up to the point. I think if they had that planned, I would have liked to see Cassandra teased earlier and then um, uh, Batman's disdain with, with Huntress a little bit more obvious before he fired her like that. Um, other than that, I, I really loved the Ivy. Wait, face. You, you don't think Batman's disdain for Huntress is pretty obvious at this point, Jake? But if, <laughs> if it doesn't seem to match up, like, I mean, I guess it does. Maybe their conversation wasn't as bad. It just, it felt like within the same issue, you're going to fire your current Batgirl and hire your new one. It, it, it was too fast, but it, it just, yeah, yeah they it, don't, they don't like each other. It, it just seemed like, okay, well, we need to get somebody different in this suit. And that, that felt fast, but uh, touching base with the JLA and the Young Justice, I was just going plan on us doing it at some point because we've talked about it. Like, what is going on with the people? Mm-hmm. Why is the rest of the DC universe not trying to help here? And so, do you think that Bruce Wayne at some point is going to go to like Huntress's school and just fire her because he runs it? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to buy the school and then he's just going to go in and, and she fire her. So she'll be like, "God damn it, Bruce Wayne and Batman." <laughs> That's very possible. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So if you guys are reading along with us, coming up good. next, uh, we're going to find out what the other two teams uh, get up to. Mm. So we're going to read Asriel 56 and 57 and Nightwing 35 through 37. We finally gained the end of the Scratch storyline? Uh, pretty much, yeah. These are not collected in the volumes that you guys have. Aww. So you're going to read single issues. I think they may have been collected in the second run of the No Man's Land trades that are a little bit lengthier, uh, but they are in the omnibus as well. So. Well, I think I'll be the only one that needs the books because I'm sure Ben has all the Azrael issues already. No. No? Okay. <laughs> fair. Fair. What did we yeah. learn, Aaron? It's that time again. Did you do another one of our cute little skits? No. It's time to learn the day's lesson. And to find out what it is, we turn to the Wheel of Batman. Wheel of Batman. Turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Well, gentlemen, Lagoon Boy, he puffs up like a puffer fish and bounces around. <laughs> I think that's that's all we really need to know. I, guess. I would love that. I'd just be <laughs> bouncing around. It'd be great. 
Isn't there uh, somebody... You bounce around now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I get more uh, height up in the air. Isn't one of the legends... Not Legends of Tomorrow, the... Legion. Legion of superheroes. Isn't there a bouncing boy who that's his only power? Is he just yeah, I don't know. I think his name is Bouncing Boy. I think it's, it's Bouncing Boy or Ball Boy. Yeah. And he just goes, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's useless. At least Lagoon Boy can also swim underwater or talk to whale friends. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, right. the whale's name was Blubber. Blubber. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That yep, seems exactly. offensive. Very nice. Because <laughs> that because Blubber's just whale fat. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be calling a human fat. Hey, fatty. Hey, fat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, fatty. Let's go. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> not real nice to his friend. Nice. So my new goal is finding ways to get Lagoon Boy in this podcast. <laughs> Good deal. All right. Well, for the Brotherhood of Batman, I'm Aaron. I'm the oldest out of us. I'll clean this up. Thanks for listening. I'm Jake. I'm Miller Brother. Thank you, guys. I'm Ben, your sunshine into no man's land. Bye. Oats of Betty's plants, this city's way.